When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. WRKS Pickens Jackson. Are you ready? Yeah. Now live from the Whiskey 61 Lounge inside the Bank Plus Studio. Listening to Mississippi's number one sports talk show, The Out of Bounds Show with Bo Bounds. Streaming worldwide live on the Out of Bounds Radio app and on your radio at ESPN 105.9. And good morning. Welcome into the Out of Bounds Show on ESPN 1059 The Zone, brought to you by Mississippi Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Center. We have a special guest in studio. I think this is his fourth time on the show, but he has been in studio before. And Dr. Larry Field joins us with Mississippi Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Center. Uh, Dr. Field, good morning. How are you? Thank you, Bo. I'm I'm doing great and happy to be here. Thank you. How's everything going at Mississippi Sports Medicine? It's going great. You know, we've been uh, fortunate to have an opportunity to uh, treat and help a lot of patients, and that's uh, why we're there. Let's... uh, Let's start with a little sports, and then we'll get into some other things. Uh, would you describe what type of injury uh, Russell Wilson with the Denver Broncos is going through? Yeah, sure. Yeah, he had uh, he had a kind of an unusual injury. It's it's an injury to a muscle in his shoulder called the latissimus dorsi, and it's uh it's uncommonly injured, unlike rotator cuff muscles and that type of thing. But it's it can be quite debilitating, and that's a big muscle from the back. That big muscle in the back that we see that runs down the spine is actually the latissimus dorsi, and it hooks into the shoulder and is very important powerful muscle as far as force transfer he injured it and it can you know greatly uh diminish your ability to throw effectively i think dak prescott had the same injury about a year and a half ago in training training camp uh so that's that's what it is and that's why he's having problems right now so when you hear this could be totally different but when you hear dead arm that's totally different. Yeah, that's that's more of an instability. If the shoulder's slipping out or shifting, okay. you can get that sensation. This is more of a muscle-related injury that causes pain and some weakness, limitations, that, uh, and ability to throw. And what is the, 
you know, recovery time usually. Yeah, you know, it's uh, these injuries can be quite problematic. Uh, it's they're very uncommon. Uh, there's a study out there that shows that for patients who have a partial tear, which is very likely what he has, that the return to plays as much as uh, uh, three months. Now, I don't think he's going to be that guy. Just to be clear, uh, he's still trying to participate. He probably had a strain and not a partial tear. And I saw that he just got an injection of what's called PRP this week. So hopefully he'll be back on the field ASAP. And what is PRP? Oh, PRP is just, you know, like uh, patients will come and, and ask sometimes for PRP injection. Your listeners may have heard about it. What All it is is just um, it's a certain part of the blood that we can spin down and re-inject into the body part that's injured, and it can theoretically enhance, improve uh, healing, that type of thing. Dr. Larry Field on the Out of Bounds Show with Mississippi Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Center. Uh, let's go to Tommy John surgery. Yeah. We, uh, you know, sports fans talk about this injury all the time because we're following our pitchers, among other athletes, and we're a huge baseball state or they're following their MLB team. Now, the years ago, nobody came back or most people didn't come back from it. And now we see guys come back from it and they're very productive, Dr. Field. But you talked about last week how there may be even more of an advancement in the surgery and rehab going forward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah, there's in the last few years, there's been quite an innovative implant that's become available to us, those of us that do Tommy John uh, surgery, and that, that has a specific name. It's called an internal brace, and we utilize it commonly now. And what, what the, the basic problem is that when the Tommy John ligament on the inside of the elbow tears, um, it's Im almost impossible to pitch at a high level. So you have to have that ligament repaired or reconstructed. And, and for those athletes that have more of an acute tear but an otherwise pretty good ligament, we can use this implant. It's like a collagen-coated uh, buttress, if you will. So you can repair the ligament, you put in this implant, and it can significantly speed up recovery. It's, but for example, if you if you reconstruct a Tommy John ligament with the graft, which is traditionally what's done, it takes nine months to a year probably to get that athlete back uh, to performing at a you know high level. Uh, this internal brace, when it's indicated, can and the studies show this can get uh, athletes back to about six, it's six months. So it's a quite important because if you think about. A college pitcher, for example, and he has an in-season injury, he could theoretically miss his next year of eligibility, but if he's the right patient for this type of intervention, he could be back, you know, six months later. That's incredible. Do you hear that, Blake Scott? In this state with back-to-back yeah. national champions? Well, I mean, that's <laughs> you're talking about millions oh, of dollars man. of value. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Real quick before I get into the uh, fellowship program, you would still recommend young people – um, resting their arm 60 or 90 days, especially this time of year, if you play a ton of baseball. Right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I think one of the reasons there's been such an increase in injuries is because it's essentially a you know, very specialized activity now. It goes on year-round. It's the problem. Dr. Larry Field, Mississippi Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Center on the Out of Bounds Show. Let's talk a little bit about the uh, fellowship program that you all created at Mississippi Sports Medicine okay. and Orthopedic Center and the impact that it's had and how long it's been going and kind of what it does year to year. Yeah, happy to do that. Yeah, we've been really uh, fortunate to have been able to train orthopedic surgeons at our institution for many, many years. In fact, this is the 30th 
anniversary of our sports medicine fellowship. And what that is, is this, you know, because it's confusing what a fellow is. When, when, a, when somebody finishes college and they go to, they become a doctor, they go to four years of med school. Then they, if they do orthopedics, they go to five years of orthopedic surgery residency and a fellowship's an additional year after they finish their orthopedic surgery. So we have five surgeons essentially that come spend the extra year with us learning just sports medicine techniques, rotator cuff, uh, Tommy John re- reconstruction, knee surgery, et cetera. So that when they go out, they're subspecialized in this sports medicine related treatment. Like your subspecialty is shoulder and elbow. Correct. And everybody in the Mississippi sports medicine uh, world and orthopedic center has their subspecialty. That's correct. Yeah. We're all subspecialists. We only do essentially one thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Out of bounds, ESPN one Oh five, nine, the zone. We're visiting with Dr. Larry field on the out of bounds show. Um, all right, let's let's switch gears here. Uh, what was your? I'm gonna throw a curveball at you. No pun intended on the baseball. My, fir- my first girlfriend? Or? No, no, no. This is this is. I'm not gonna go there. But all right, what was your toughest class in biomedical engineering? Um, it was a class called dynamics. Um, uh, and I think it was in part because it was during football season and we were having too much fun. Right. Fair enough. See, when, when I was at Mississippi State, the I just went through the engineering buildings just to hit the restroom real quick. That was all they let me do, the chemical, biochemical, and so on. Well, you've done pretty well for yourself. <laughs> Dr. Larry Field on the Out of Bounds Show. All right, here's another one. Blake and I were talking about this earlier. And since you did um, a fellowship with the New York Mets yep. after your five years at UMC, should Dell Murphy, former Atlanta Braves, in uh, NL MVP, should Dale Murphy be in the Hall of Fame? Quite controversial. He was a he was a hero of mine when I was a kid. So w- without any evidence to support it, I say yes. Me too. <laughs> Me too. And uh, I I saw you know they they named all the Hall of Famers within the last few days. And Blake, I don't know if you saw it, but Crime Dog McGriff got in, um, who played for the Braves and Montreal Expos, but but Dale Murphy did not make it. Well, um, excited for y'all. Every y'all are growing, and uh, everything started on fortification, and now you've got the uh, beautiful new surgery center and clinic, Lakeland Drive, Flowood. I know you're excited about Mississippi Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Center, both now and the future. Well, thank you, thank you. We've been very fortunate, and thanks, thanks a lot, Bo. Doctor Larry Field on the Out of Bounds Show, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. We're streaming live on thezone1059.com and the Out of Bounds radio app. And if you missed any of that interview, you can go to Apple Podcasts or Spotify and search Out of Bounds with Bo Bounds. At 8.30 today, we'll have Mike Dettelier, WWL Radio TV New Orleans. Mike will join us on the Yingling Lager guest line. The Saints, gut-wrenching loss last night as Mark Ingram ran out of bounds about a half yard. Uh, before the stick, and that would have put the game away. And that takes them out of the division run with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Dr. Larry Field, in studio, Mississippi Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Center. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oh, man. Good morning. Out of Bounds brought to you by Juniker Jewelry Store. Guys, be a rock star. If you're looking for a wedding ring, engagement ring, Juniker Jewelry Store in Madison. You know, we were talking earlier about uh, Will Rogers and Jackson Dart. I haven't had a chance to check the Ag Up Equipment text line in, in a while, Blake. You can, if you want to peruse it and give me one or two that are fun and good and so on. Uh, you know, what, what I just, look, Jackson Dart is a freak athletically. Um, he played really well this year as a true sophomore at Ole Miss. Um, Lane put a lot on him. He took an absolute physical beating and never didn't get up. I mean, he didn't miss a, I don't remember him missing a play, much less a, a quarter or a game that while he's a pretty, you know, big kid, he's, he's, it's not like he's Anthony Richardson. Um, so I was impressed. I was. And they didn't have a great wide receiver unit, right? I mean, Mingo's a nice player. Malik Heath's a nice player. Uh, those, those. I mean, they're, they're the equivalent of Ra-Ra Thomas, right? I mean, these guys are productive. And and when I say that, I would love to be a, a nice player in the SEC, yeah. okay? <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I just wanted to grind through high school sports, in junior junior high sports, but but y'all understand the the level of talent that we have in this league, at at every position, and so you know Ole Miss was okay at wide receiver. I mean Mingo was, you know, one to ten he's a six. Malik Heath one to ten he's a six. I mean if Mingo doesn't have two hundred forty seven yards against Vanderbilt. His stats look totally different, and that's Vandy. Um, so, again, nice players. The Jackson Dart is the most talented quarterback in the state, and when I talk about Will Rogers, Will's gotten every ounce of talent out of his, you know, body. Um, he did exactly what Mike Leach wanted him to do, and that's be super accurate from the line of scrimmage to 10 to 15 yards down the field. He's done it well. There's not a lot of places Will could play. Um, he's immobile, um, but he's smart. Coach's son gets the ball out of his hand, and he's made some big plays. Uh, you know, you'd love to see him put on seven, eight, nine more pounds and just get a little more. I, I tell you what, when when he ran the ball against Ole Miss, I don't mean the fumble. When he ran it, he's got to do that more. Just go get. When everybody drops, go get five or six yards. It just, it, it helps everybody. Um, and yeah, he's not fast, but he's not a turtle either. So he can go get, when everybody drops because of the pressure the air raid puts on you, Will could go get five or six yards three times a game. I'm not asking, you know, to, to drop 58 yards rushing or, or 82 like Jackson Dart or Dak Prescott dropping 100 and change or Matt Corral. Y'all know what, those of you that understand what I'm saying. So, yeah, I mean, Jackson Dart's going to be really good. 
we'll see what kind of jump he makes under Lane Kiffin. Matt Corral made a big, big jump. I think Will may just be what he is, just a little, maybe just push it downfield a little bit more, a um, little bit better pocket awareness. Dart, too. I mean, when Mississippi State got after him, he did, you know, he kind of ran around at times, didn't know where to go. And y'all all know this. It's easier said than done, those of us drinking a, a yingling and eating nachos on the couch and yelling at them where to go. I mean, they're kind of fast in this league, Blake. Edge rushers and defensive tackles. So uh, They're okay. Anyway, uh, that was my point there. Uh, Mississippi State fans may be losing their minds over players that they're really not going to lose. Oh? Oh? So we'll see. I'm not talking about Rod Rod Thomas. He's gone. Oh? But some others. And then Shadur Sanders is now gone. Well, he'll play one more game, but then be gone from Jackson State. And he'll be the starting quarterback for the Colorado Buffaloes. And that'll be a massive step up. And we'll monitor how he looks uh, next year. I don't know who Mississippi State and Ole Miss are going to have behind. It's going to be interesting to see who doesn't go in the portal. Luke Altmyer's already in the portal. He gone. Okay. And, and that's a hit. It will be interesting to see once this thing shakes out, who is going to be the backup to Will Rogers and Jackson Dart outside of the freshmen that you're going to sign. You got the two kids that you got committed out of the Nashville area. That's great. They're not ready. Who will be the backup outside of that? Um, Jackson Dart, Will Rogers took a bunch of licks last year and they didn't get hurt. Even Will, who's... Fairly small in stature. Kept getting up because he got drilled, you know, throughout the, uh, even though he didn't run much, he he got hammered in the pocket a good bit. And and Blake, he didn't miss. Uh, no. I don't remember him missing. Damn, is that? We went through some injuries there for a while with Chad Kelly, Shea Patterson. Um, You know, when Moorhead brought in Tommy Stevens mm-hmm. and then, KJ Costello, even. Well, and even before that, I mean, uh, you know, uh, Garrett Schrader got absolutely smoked. His fr- tough as hell, uh, his freshman year. So we went through a time there where where we had guys miss either seasons or big chunks of time. Jackson Dart and Will Rogers did miss a yeah a rep. You might because of injury. You might ask, should Mike Leach have played? someone besides Will Rogers more in games that you could have. Because you get four games and still can redshirt kids, or some of them on the roster don't have redshirt. So if you're trying to build depth and you're trying to build to the future, and also you think, hey, we, we need to see if we can get more dynamic on offense, seems like a way to do that would be to see what you have already in the cupboard, yeah. right? That's I'm just asking I mean I'm just asking, like why didn't Sawyer Robertson, if you want to know what you have why didn't he get some playing time? And Altmaier time? only played that one game, I think, in yeah. a blowout in September. And Ole Miss had that that just cupcake schedule where, no, he played a little bit more early, but he didn't play a lot, uh, you know, after that first that first little run. That's a good point. Um, I still don't know what we have in Luke Altmaier, but, man, he looks like physically, athletically, he could probably, if he finds the right situation, could be a productive G5 
or Power 5 QB. If you're Mississippi State and Mike Leach, should you go get him and tell him you're challenging for the starting job over Will Rogers? Yes, but that's not going to happen because Will's been a three-year starter, and that's just not Mississippi mm. State. I love not changing for the sake of continuity when there are better options. I'm not saying that Luke Altmaier is a better option than Will Rogers, but the idea that you can't do anything because Will's been there for three years at any position is a preposterous philosophy to take. Tua took over for Jalen Hurts. I mean, I don't know. You know. I mean, Jalen was playing at, a, at an all-star level, and Nick Saban looked at it and said, I'm, I, they coach me, and I mean, I'm sorry, they pay me to win games here. Who can I win games Not with? Not seniority. Yep. And he... He puts two in, and, yep. and Jalen's playing at an all-star level. Yeah. One of my favorite quotes from Bartu is, just because they return doesn't mean they're good. Oh, you saw that this year. The out-of-bounds show, not with Will Rogers. I was thinking around college football, okay? Correct. Out-of-bounds ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Brought to you by Edwin Watts Golf Shop at, on County Line Road. Uh, is there a better Christmas gift than upgrading your golf bag? Or a gift certificate? No. So whether it's a driver, putter, golf balls, you name it, they've got it. Carry and the team at Edwin Watts Golf Shop on County Line Road. That's where you want to go in the next week or so to uh, load up and upgrade your golf bag before going to Dancing Rabbit Golf Club. Edwin Watts Golf Shop on County Line Road. It's across from the Hilton Jackson and those charbroiled oysters at Drago's. The Out of Bounds Show is brought to you by your next tailor-made driver at Edwin Watts Golf Shop on County Line Road. Steve Robertson, coming up next, we'll talk transfer portal. Everybody hang on. Goodness gracious. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun, Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at HereYouAreAZ.com. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And a good morning to you. We'll have Tom Luganbill, National College Football Analyst with ESPN. He'll join us here in just a minute. He'll join us on the Yingling Lager Gas Line. Fantastic beer out of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Goes with anything, including 
Blake's Thin Crust Pizza. That's right. Wood-fired pizza, New York-style pizza, and a yingling lager. Oh, man. And any burger on the Bulldog Burger menu in Lake Harbor and Ridgeland, Starkville, or Tupelo. A yingling lager and a uh, and a burger from Bulldog Burger. That's a good thing. Y'all call us, invite us. We'll show up. Out of Bounds, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. We're streaming live on thezone1059.com. I want to let you know at 9.30, we'll have the Kessler Prime crew in. Um, Chris, Kevin, and others, and they're going to mix uh, Christmas cocktails for us. We just landed Patron tequila, the number one tequila in the United States and the world, because that's how we do it. And so they'll make a Patron tequila, a Long Branch bourbon cocktail, and a Tito's vodka cocktail. So it's kind of a Christmas party, Christmas cocktail theme with Patron Long Branch and Tito's. We're looking forward to that. That'll be at 9.30. You can watch like you can right now on YouTube. Search Out of Bounds Sports. We welcome in our friend Tom Luganville on the show. Lugs, where are you right now? I'm actually at home. I'm uh, putting together our Capital One Bowl Mania show that we'll be airing on ESPN. I've got to go to Bristol this weekend. So what we do, it's pretty cool. And you can actually go on ESPN.com and sign up for it is we take all 42 bowl games, we pick a winner, and then we rank with a confidence number how confident we are in our pick to win. So one would be the least amount of confidence. 42 would be the most amount of confidence. And we got to rank all of those games on based off of our confidence level of the team that we picked will win the game. That's kind of cool. It is, yeah. It's cool. It's going to be on ESPN on, uh, on a Sunday night. Me and Dan Mullen and Acho and uh, Kevin Connors. And uh, so we'll, uh, we'll back. It's really, to be honest with you, it's a show about ball busting. Excuse me. <laughs> but it's basically, wait a minute, dude. You just picked uh, San Diego State to win, but your confidence number is only an eight. What are you talking about? They're going to win that, no question. I would have given it a 23. And so it's, it's a little bit of a going back and forth and jabbing each other type of show. I can't wait to see if Mullen, if Dan Mullen gets back in the game in the next year or so, you know? I don't think he will. I think, I, I think that he's to a point now where he enjoys what he's doing. He's got young kids and making good money. He's made tremendous money. Yeah. <laughs> and I think he's just fine. Wow. That would be interesting if he, uh, if he hangs it up for good and um, after the stint at Mississippi State and, and Florida. Uh, all right, speaking of, what do you make? Uh, Deion Sanders just went through an unbelievable run here at Jackson State. Yeah. And you got to give him credit and the people sure. around him. Now, he's going up to the Power 5 level, to the Pac-12, to Colorado. Uh, which really hasn't been committed to football, but but they they've had their moments a little bit in the last thirty years, especially Eric Bieniemy and Cordell Stewart, a little bit this and that. Now Southern Cal and UCLA leaving uh, kind of waters down that that comfort, so that could play in his favor. Uh, what would you define as successful? Because he ain't, he's not going thirteen and zero, uh, I don't think. What would you define as successful at Colorado for Coach Brown? The only way to 
accurately answer that question is if the university has decided to change what has been very stringent admission standards for transfers. And if they've done that and he's gotten that in writing, then I think he's got an opportunity to be successful. If they haven't done that, and it's been a problem for every coach that's preceded him, um, then he's going to have some real challenges in front of him because this is, this is a, a different game now, right? I mean, this is, you're, you're going to have administrators involved, boosters, uh, power brokers. Um, there's a huge expectation level that's now been set. But the only way to revamp this entire thing is probably, and if you listen to his introductory press conference and if you listen to some of the speech that he had for the team for the first time, um, he's letting it be known that if you're not willing to compete here, go ahead and just jump in the transfer portal right now. <laughs> right. Which, which, yeah, which tells me, which tells me that maybe he has, in writing contractually, the knowledge that they are going to be able to compete with their peers as it relates to getting transfers admitted into school. And if that happens, then I think they've got an opportunity to be to be a very good football program now. Do I think they're going to be an 11 and one, 10 and two program in the next two to three years? No. Um, you know, having SC and UCLA lead the Pac-12 doesn't change the fact that SC still and UCLA are still SC and UCLA, and they're going to have a significant influence on the state of California, right. where Colorado has to have a significant presence as well as Texas. So I think it's going to be a fascinating experiment. Obviously, um, it's a whole different ball game at the level he's at now, taking this job. Um, and, and we'll see how successful he is, not just in recruiting, but, but from a transfer perspective. Because keep in mind here, you know, at the opening press conference, his son's in there and he points at him, he says, there's your quarterback. Mm. Well, if you say that, you're basically telling every other quarterback on the roster that there's not going to be a competition to be the starter here. Mm. So what are those kids going to do? Right. Well, that's a good point. <laughs> um so, who do you think is a better recruiter, Deion Sanders or Hugh Freeze? They both use the evangelical piece, but there's other things that they do that are uh, advantageous and work for them. Now, I know Dion is a massive name. He's a bigger name than Freeze because he's arguably the best corner in the history of the game and a first ballot Hall of Famer. But who do you think is a better recruiter, Hugh Freeze or Deion Sanders? Oh my goodness, that is not only a great question, but incredibly difficult to answer because it is such, they, their approach is so vastly different. I mean, you're talking about somebody in Deion Sanders that literally posts every step he takes of every day in every event he's in, what he's doing on the internet. Like to the point where um, it, it's almost overload versus a coach in Hugh Freeze that's been doing it for a long, 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 long time and is far more experienced at doing it than Dion is, um, and also is going to be heavily involved in the X's and O's side of it, where I don't know if Dion, from, aside from coaching the secondary, if he's you know, going to be in charge of one side of the ball or, or another. But I, I think I would, gosh, to give you a definitive answer on that question, I, I want to say Hugh Freeze, the traditionalist in me wants to say Hugh Freeze, but in today's climate, how kids respond, how they react, what resonates, you can make a fair argument that it's Dion. He just hasn't done it at this level, 
and shown any type of proof of concept yet. So I would go with you. All right. Um, you know, seven and five, eight and four. If you look at Colorado the last 30 years, that's a success. Now, that may not be enough for, for Dion. Would you consider that a success if, if after about five years, his average is seven and five, eight and four at Colorado, Luke's? I would say, given the current state of that program, the player pool that they are drawing from, um, whether uh, that would probably be around what I'd think you could be. But if you hit on if you hit on um, the right transfers at the right positions, who knows where it could go, right? If you hit on a, a big time quarterback. Let's just say you go out and you get a couple of difference makers along the defensive front, first-round offensive tackle. You know that they're going to get skill there. Deion Sanders is going to get skill. Sure. They're going to flock to Boulder. So I think a lot of the answer to that depends on how well they would do in the transfer portal to help elevate the thing faster than you could, you know, say five years ago. You know, you used to not be able to – you couldn't just wave a magic wand and all of a sudden flip a roster overnight. But we kind of saw Ole Miss do that. We kind of saw USC do that, but because of the transfer portal, it allows you to get better quicker. But I think to get over that eight-win hump, they'd really have to be right on so many of the transfer portal hits. He is Tom Luganville, National College Football Analyst with ESPN. Lugs joins us on the Yingling Lager Guest Line. Okay, what if Shadour can't make the jump? Then, to me, it gets ugly for a couple of years. Lugs. Yeah, I think he can make the jump. Um, he's capable of making the jump. We had him graded out as a power five level quarterback coming out of high school, but you are 100% right. So much of this is going to be determined um, on the quarterback position, at least early on. And, you know, let's just say that there's a struggle or maybe it's a bit of a steeper learning curve based off of his comments at, at his press conference who else is, are you going to have in terms of depth and what's their talent level going to be if you had to turn to somebody else? Right. Um, and that's a question I don't think anybody can answer yet. Right. Now, I, I guess the sell for, for Coach Prime could be, hey, Shadour's going to be a junior. And, you know, so two years max, you sit, and, you know, maybe maybe he could get a little bit of depth. Um yeah. Trent Dilfer, former NFL QB at UAB. Now, Bill Clark already proved that you could win there. And I guess sure. Bill Clark had some health issues. I hope he's okay. But yeah, he did his a, back is really bad. Okay, okay. He did a hell of a job there, winning a bunch of games. And there was a lot of, you know, kind of back and forth on whether they really wanted to have a program and so on. And evidently, maybe they've committed. Um we may see this model going forward. The, the Deion Sanders, Trent Dilfer's, you know, former coaches get back in uh, to the game. And it may it's going to work some, and for some it's not. How do you see the UAB deal? Well, the timing of this thing, if you're Trent Dilfer, is pretty good because you finally got an on-campus venue, right? I mean, that that was what made what Bill Clark did even more remarkable is, is – you know, you're playing in a state where you've got Auburn and Alabama. You don't even have an on-campus stadium. Facilities were, you know, minimal at best. You've made the, the investment to upgrade and at least be competitive within your conference. Be a team that is, is competing for a conference championship. 
um, each and every year. I think they've proven they can do that. They certainly have the player profile uh, as far as the recruiting landscape is concerned, not just in their own state, but in, in, in every state that they border. That gives them huge advantages. So what this comes down to for, for Trent Dilfer at the collegiate level is, is who he hires. Yeah. What's the staff look like? To, do they get a bunch of grinders in recruiting? Um, does he have a mix of younger guys and older guys? What type of resources is UAB going to give him on the administrative side as far as student workers, uh, offensive and defensive analysts, uh, player personnel staffing, graphics, internet department, a whole entire transfer portal team that does nothing but study that. Like, we don't know all the details that you're going to have to have to truly be successful just yet, but it looks like the universities at least made an investment, and they're rolling the dice here. I mean, they're, they are, um, they're, they're going with a guy that's been coaching at the high school level. Aside from that, he's played a long time in the NFL. Ironically, I think I've told you this. You know, he was my host at Fresno State when I took my official visit there. Was he really? So I've known him. Yeah, I've known him a long, long, long time, going back to 1993. Um, really, really bright, really bright, um, under, understands, I think the layout and the makeup. Um, but again, there's, there's a lot of moving parts, right? It's not high school football. It's not, uh, and you're not going and making the move from high school to college as a GA or a position coach, right? Or as a coordinator, you know, you look at you know, Gus Malzahn, you look at Hugh Freeze, you look at Art Bryles, um, you look at Todd Graham, uh, Chad Morris, all these guys make the move. And, you know, they start off as, as position coaches or coordinators. No, not the head coach. Mm-hmm. And so that's going to be interesting to see how that unfolds too. Tom Luganville on the Yingling Lager guest line. Let's go back to what you'll be doing this weekend uh, in your big Capital One Bowl show on Sunday. Mississippi State and Illinois in Tampa. It's the Quest yeah. Bowl. So we have uh, Mike Leach and Brett Bielema going at it. Um Size this one up a little bit for me between Bielema and Leach. Okay, so you know how we always talk about when you're playing the air raid, don't play man defense? That's all Illinois does. Illinois lines up man-to-man, cover one, cover zero the entire game. They don't even try to hide it. So if they're going to take that mentality into the game versus Mississippi State, Illinois better be able to run the football with uh, Chase Brown who is a difference maker. He's a workhorse. Um, they've got to limit Mississippi State's possessions because there is some pretty good skill for Illinois, uh, excuse me, for Mississippi State, as we know, on offense. It can create one-on-one matchups. You've got a very experienced quarterback. And so I think that it'll be interesting to see if Ryan Walters, a defensive coordinator um, at Illinois, is willing to change it up a little bit just so he doesn't put so much pressure on his back end but they kind of are what they are. I mean, they just, we're going to line up, we're going we're gonna to rush the passer, and we're going to see if you can make tight throws into tight windows. Um, the corner, uh, Witherspoon, number 31 for Illinois, is a potential first-round draft choice. They've got two defensive tackles and a defensive end that are future NFL guys. Illinois' roster is a lot better than people think it is. This is going to be a fun game to watch because the contrasting styles on offense between the two teams could not be more opposite. Ooh, all right, I like that. That's in Tampa. Uh, Mike Leach and Brett Bielema. Let's go Ole Miss and Texas Tech. Um, Texas Tech has a new coach. Uh, obviously, Ole Miss had a nice year but faltered down the stretch, and then there was a lot of drama with, with Lane and so on. Some Ole Miss fans aren't happy with the way that all unfolded the last couple sure. of weeks. We've heard from them on the show. 
Uh, but that's in Houston, Tom Luganville. So Ole Miss, Texas Tech, what do you see? Well, of course, when we have this discussion, it's always hard to have it without knowing potential opt-outs, potential injuries, all of that stuff, right? Um, but I, I will say this. Texas Tech has given every team they've played all year long fits. They've hung around in every game. They just, they just, they're kind of like a gnat, right? And that quarterback and the coordinator, that Kitley, is really good at spreading the field and, and moving the football. I mean, it, he's done it all the way back to Houston Baptist. Then he did it with Bailey Zappi at Western Kentucky. Now he's at, uh, at, at Texas Tech. So that's going to be a challenge. Um, I think it goes down to what I told you about in, in, in the Egg Bowl, right, is how well can Ole Miss run the football? And are they going to have, are they going to have the services? Is Zach Evans back and healthy? Is he opting out? I don't, do you know the answer to that one right now? I don't know. I I wouldn't think that Zach Evans would play, but he may. Exactly. And so it's so difficult. I mean, you get that one, two punch, that's that's different than not having that. As good as Quinshawn Judkins is, you know, when you've got, when you've got that type of of momentum, I just think that the Ole Miss team will have better talent top to bottom. I think they'll be better equipped on both sides of the ball up front, although Texas Tech is kind of a pesky group defensively. I had them a couple times last year. Um, didn't have them this year, but they, they actually had some strength on that side of the ball. I think that one's a bit of a toss-up. If you get, if I, In fact, I can't tell you what I did, but off the top of my head, <laughs> off the top of my head, if we're going one through 42, and confidence at 42 is I'm guaranteeing a win, and one is I do not believe in myself for picking this pick. I'd probably give that one a 21, right okay. down the middle. Okay. <laughs> good. No, I like this. Okay, maybe we'll yeah. get maybe we'll get a, a couple of good games here. I want to switch gears to uh, Alabama. After thinking about it, Tom, uh, they go 10 and two, and Bryce Young had to his heroics and his play um, allowed them to beat Texas and Ole Miss. Okay, so they right. could they could have dropped another game if if, it, if he wasn't such a freak and so talented. Um, they seem to be trending the wrong way uh, for their standards, and so I mean, yeah, let's say Ty Simpson's just a uh, a good player next year, Tom, mm-hmm. uh, which is great. Young player, he's kind of getting his feet wet. He's going to be good at times, bad at times, but looks like he's got all the potential. But he ain't going to be Bryce Young, who is an absolute freak. Where does that leave us with Alabama? All right, I'm going to say something here. And I'm not saying it's going to happen. But there are a lot of rumblings out there that Drake May at North Carolina may enter the portal. Mm. If he does, he was initially committed to, to Alabama. Can you imagine if that move happened? Wow. Okay. So I think that the answer to that question is to be determined. Um, whether, you know, because Ty Simpson's a good player, but again, he's young. He's young. Sure. So um, he hasn't played much. Not everybody's Tua or Bryce Young or some of those guys. So um, I think there's so much to unpack with how teams are going to be impacted, not just in the bowl games, but next year off of what we've seen so far from opt-out and, and transfer portal, like, for example, we don't, we're, we're not going to know. We're doing these picks for our Capital One Bowl Mania show, and I'm having to make them. I had to complete them Monday. And <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know what else is going to transpire here, right? We've got over 1,000 players going to Portal. 
in 48 hours. And so you're sitting there trying to make projections on these teams in bowl season and kind of projections on them going forward. But it started getting me thinking of, you know, top available guys. If you're sitting there looking at the transfer portal, and I'll tell you, man, I'm sitting there looking at Spencer Sanders, looking at that Hugh Freeze offense. Oh, wow. It's an awfully nice, wow. an awfully nice marriage there. Wow. Oklahoma State's quarterback. Who... And think about it. Think about it. He's only got one year of eligibility remaining. But what if that one year is just enough to kind of get you off the mat, get you trending in the right direction? All of a sudden, you perform better because you fixed the quarterback spot. Now you're Hugh Freeze. You, w- you win more games in year one than people thought you were were going to. Now you have momentum. I mean, th- think about the tentacles that come off of that. Are we going to do a hit next week, or are you out? No, uh, no, we'll do a hit next week. Okay, I, I, then we can just jump back into to Monday. The, I just couldn't do it though. Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll get into the uh, college football playoff, and if you believe that any of the three, um, well, yeah, three can can challenge uh, Georgia. Next week. Okay. Hey, uh, how much of a disservice was it that Hendon Hooker was not invited to New York for the Heisman Trophy deal this weekend? Uh, um, somewhat, but I'm actually a little bit more uh, disappointed that Bijan Robinson wasn't invited. I know he's on an 8-14. Pound for pound, dude. He might be one of the best, if not the best football player uh, playing. I mean, he is that good. And I think, to be honest with you, I think the Hendon Hooker deal, a lot of that, I'm not saying it's fair, but there is validity to it. A lot of people feel like that's, that, that system is creating the stats. Mm. And, and maybe that hurt him a little bit. The thing that I think is odd, and I love Stetson Bennett, but to me Stetson Bennett is in the same boat as, as Gino Toretta was in mm. 1992. Yes. He's not even the best player on his own team. No. Now, don't get me wrong. He's a great player. But if you're not the best player on your own team, how are you a Heisman finalist? Well, he – I know. Who, who did you? Can you say who you voted for, or how does that work? No. Okay. All right. Well, um, I hope you have a good week in Bristol. Tell Dan Mullen yeah. we said hello. And Will do. I used to have him on all the time, and now he's forgotten about me. And <laughs> uh, you know, I even went to his charity event and all that kind of stuff with Megan, who's um, a riot. So have fun. We'll talk next week, and we'll break down Georgia, Ohio State, and Michigan. Hey, and can you imagine if Harbaugh goes to the NFL, Luke? Oh, God. Holy smokes. All right, be good, dude. Like every year. It's every year. I know. Same thing with Lane Train. Thanks, Luke. Tom Luganville on the Yingling Lager guest line. Pair a Yingling with any burger on Bulldog Burgers menu, and you'll love Blake and I even more. In fact, show us the love that you have for us on Twitter at BowBounds. And give us hearts and all sorts of things. Uh, or on the Ag Up Equipment, John Deere Tractor Text Line, 601-885-3776. David Johnson, Inside the Rebels. Coming up next. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.